Hello, hi. Welcome to another episode of Makoti Unveiled. I'm your host, the resident Makoti Siyatseo. Before we get started, we want to state that the views expressed on this podcast are not the views held by Drum Magazine or me, the host of the podcast. If you're not a first-time listener, thank you for joining us again. We love having you. But if you're with us for the first time, This podcast is about unveiling the different aspects of the journey many women in our country go through. The journey of being Umakoti. On each episode of our series, we're joined by phenomenal women who share their experiences, impart wisdom, and give us a sneak peek into their lives. The topic on this week's episode is a contentious one. We're talking about feminism and obukoti. Can they coexist? Can a cultural wife be a strong feminist without causing problems in her marriage? Now, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, the definition of feminism is the belief that women can be allowed the same rights, power, and opportunities as men and be treated in the same way. Most South African cultures or tribes are still deeply patriarchal in their beliefs. By this, I mean they still believe that in families, marriages, relationships, government or any other entity, there should be the leadership of a man in control. This can often clash in a time when many women believe in feminism, while most men uphold patriarchal teachings passed down from their ancestors. Today, we speak to two women who are on opposing ends of these beliefs. Pastor Hazel Nanga believes that men should be the heads of households and women should be submissive to their husbands. On the other end, one of Twitter's favorite doctors, Dr. Lerato Masamula, we know her as Dr. Yami Mami. She believes that men and women should be equal in their relationship. This is Mam Hazel. We have to differentiate uh, between a wife and a female. Those are two things. Immediately you get married. You are no longer a female. Independent. So that's the clarity. And also, the corner is in Dosia, Upper Ebomini, that will continue from one generation to another. Uh, according to Inle also, I'm also a Christian, and I know that Umchato Une principles that cannot be violated. In fact, the principles is universal throughout. Now, new age whereby a certain person will come up with a, with a certain perspective. It go viral. So, if you want to remain a female uh, with EE, you better not get married. The way we are created, we are created uh, in a perspective whereby it could be different. So, if feminism cannot determine or dictate marriage because marriage is not about female and a male, marriage is about a husband and a wife. Hey, Bokoti, Umam Hazel is not thumb sucking this. 
In fact, she was married for over 25 years, but sadly her husband died in 2018. Together, they have five children, and according to her, these are just some of the reasons why their marriage lasted as long as it did. I'm a female in the neo pangela, the guazo zenzel as long as in the right because good pressure is a look as a colongo caband by a pangel. Right, Wenzel. But when you come home, you are you are a wife, you can be a boss and a director, wherever in 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 whichever de- department. Yes, you are a boss there, and I'm a daughter. Call your pie, Ati Ati. Yes, say, okay, yes, boss, go away. That's who you are there. But when you come home, you're a wife. It's like a doctor. Ukeha, umukeha, esacha reaki, umu doctor banban, patike, klasizen clean. Abandona, bati doctor banban, patitata, umyen, umkoskaz, utimyen. So, ikbonisa indoba, we have different roles in our sikozo. And that can not change, even by the new age or by whatever. So I'm trying to understand if Sinozi understander is in the next. Let us not allow any other theories, any other sectarianism that will destroy the beauty of marriage. Mm-hmm. So for Mum Hazel, getting married means getting into a certain kind of lifestyle that takes away the independence from both the husband and the wife for them to become one and to live differently from when they were single. A man must be a man in his action, in his masculine traits and authority, and a woman must be submissive, feminine, and grounded. This is not a view that many modern women hold. In fact, Dr. Masemula will talk about what makes her 18-year-long marriage work. She identifies as a feminist and will hear what she has to say after this short break. We all know every Makodinis have all kamba on hand and king corn is perfect for when you have to make umkumboti for a traditional event. That is why we're giving away three limited edition ukamba and king corn hampers, courtesy of king corn to three lucky listeners. To win, tell us your unique Makodi experience on social media and use the hashtag Makodi Unveil podcast so we can see it. Good luck. Did you know Drum Magazine is now fully digital? Yes, our content is now at the touch of your fingertips. Simply download the News24 app, register to create your profile, click on Discover, and choose the Drum logo to read our content. Alternatively, visit drum.co.za. See you soon. Welcome back, Bodali. We apologize for the sound quality in this interview. I don't think um, I, I don't think I've actually ever looked up like the definition properly. I've just always read articles and stuff, and I get my sense of what it means for me to yes. be a, fem- a feminist, to be everything for women and for the empowerment of women, without yeah. um, necessarily taking away from the guys but it's for me it is about shattering patriarchy because it tends to want to oppress women so i want to uplift empower women and allow things show women that they can be whoever they want to be and do whatever they want to do um while showing patriarchy that you know what it's not right and we should actually let go of the side of 
um, how society wants to run our lives, especially as women. Yeah. And do you believe that a person can still be a feminist while they're married? Definitely. Um, I believe that people need to be their best selves um, in, in whatever situation. So if you, and I believe I was raised a feminist. I mean, my, my, my parents drummed it into me to be independent and never rely on a man, right? So they raised me to be that in the same society that um, was dictating to me that when I get married to a man, I need to be subservient, submit, and put my man and family's needs ahead of my own. Um, even though my mom would tell me like, yeah, I know there's ways to get what you want, but you mustn't make the man feel like they're not in charge. So basically my still strong egos. So there was that narrative alongside my parents, both my mother and my father telling me that um, I need to be well equipped in life and they're doing that for me so that I don't have to rely on anybody, especially a man in a marriage because you never know where life's going to take you and you need to be able to stand on your own. So they raised me this way um, alongside the whole when you get married you need to submit to your husband. So but I do believe and, and because of where I come from in terms of my upbringing I have not I've, ne I've never lost that whole feminist side of me to want to be my best self independent alongside somebody. So for me marriage is a partnership. It's not I'm getting married and I must appreciate that somebody wants to marry me. You know, I'm partnering with somebody in a lifelong um, relationship together, uh, walking alongside each other. Um, not somebody saying the man is the head, you are below um, the man. So you definitely can um, bring that. So, you, you know, it would be difficult if you tend to then choose a partner who doesn't understand you and your independence. So when I met my then boyfriend, my husband, I was finishing med school. So already he knew that I was going to be an independent in terms of income. I wasn't going to rely on him. Um, and then when he got to know me, he could see that I pretty much cared to what I want. You know, like we discuss um, certain things and sometimes we have to agree to disagree for the sake of peace. But I don't sway and yield on things which are fundamentally important to me. There are, you know, in a relationship, there will be times when one has to compromise either or, either either person. But when things are fundamentally important to me, I make sure that my point is heard and sometimes even my decision is the one that, 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 that goes ahead because I believe it's best for me and the family. And if he doesn't bring enough points to the table to show me that we need to go with his way, then it's my way for that kind of, um, for, for that particular thing. So one does not have to lose themselves in a marriage um, because then you will be resentful of, of, of that person and that relationship. You know, you'll be, you won't, you won't be okay that you're, you're dimming yourself uh, for the sake of making somebody else's ego um, or, or not broken, not, not to break somebody else's ego or to make them feel like they are superior because of what is expected off of you. I like what you're saying um, about stroking of egos. Um, do, do you think mothers often teach their, their daughters that, you know what, men like to be in charge, so let them think they're in charge. Let them think that they're the ones making the de decisions. Meanwhile, you're the one that's, you know, pulling the strings on the side. That's, that's, that's exactly what my mother said to me, that, you know, because I'm raising you to be this independent person, 
um, in when you do get married, you need to realize that men are like this, and men are fragile, and men are like what I, whatever. So you would need to then find a way to make somebody believe that they came up with the idea or that you are supporting whatever idea while you are sneaking in yourself. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Honestly, really, life is for the living. I haven't had time to spend three months making it, making someone believe that a decision that I need to make no, no. is the one to go with. <laughs> you know? So, no, no, no. We're not going to spend three months. You must plant the seed, something. dog. You must plant the seed and let it, let it you know, but let it mellow thinking, for a few months. And then, three hours maximum, this thing must be decided. No. Now we must take three months, you know, and planting seeds and throwing eagles and giving best um, dishes at dinner and wearing sexy underwear. No, guys. I know what I want and I want it now. I'm not going to wait three months. One of the biggest criticisms of feminism from cultural women is that a husband's role is not shared or taken over by a woman. Traditionally, when a woman gets married, most final decisions are made by the husband. These decisions include when they can have children, how many children should be had, and although it is the woman who has to carry the children, the husband is often the one who decides. This is what Dr. Masamula has to say about this. I think that that conversation doesn't just randomly come up after you get married. That is something that needs to be discussed beforehand. Um, you know, premarital counseling, whichever route you take, you can go the, the, known, the church route or the non-church route, you know, life coach, marital coach route, etc. Um, because I believe that it's unfair for people to go into that kind of a relationship with expectations that are not put on the table, that are not voiced, that are just in their head, that people think because I'm going to get married, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to want to have kids. Um, so it's unfair for each partner to actually put that on, 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 the, on, on each person. So, you know, people must know a friend before you, you, you get married that I don't want kids. And if you don't want, if you want kids, then don't be with me because I'm not going to change my mind. Um, but I mean, if you're like, well, I was never here nor there about it. And somebody managed to convince you, that's also a totally different thing. Um, and that also goes to how many kids you want. I was very specific about how many kids I want. My husband comes from a family of five kids and so do I. But I knew I did not want five children. He wanted that. And we had to discuss it and, and, and agree before even the first child came how many kids you're going to go for because that spoke to my uh, birthing plan also um, in terms of spacing and family planning and, and, and spacing. I didn't want to have a child and then have another child 10 years later if my body and health allowed for me if there was no issues with fertility or anything like that. My plan was have the child two years apart then I know the chapter of being pregnant and having kids is done. So we discussed all of these things beforehand. And I didn't actually want kids. I would have been happy with zero. But we discussed it in premarital counseling um, before we got married that um, would I be open to? My reasons for not wanting kids are related to childhood trauma and not wanting my kids to undergo the same thing or the fear of um, wanting or my kids be, being exposed to the same kind of things. So it wasn't, I would say, a rational decision. It was more out of fear. So when I sat with him and our our counsellor and we discussed what it would mean to have kids and have a family and the responsibilities and my fears and me voicing that actually made me realise that, you know what, it's not like I don't want children based on whatever principle of I don't want kids because kids are a huge responsibility or whatever. For me, it was more of the fear side. So once I resolved that, then we could go on to the next 
um, part of then how many kids um, do we want the family planning um, aspect of it and then, then we agreed on two and we agreed on two and it's been two ever since yeah like 10 years after my son was born my husband came on some one for the road and I'm like dude we agreed on two you know what life is not uh, hard and fast um, cast in stone kind of thingy so maybe I could have felt differently and I could have said yes but I didn't feel differently and he couldn't then get mad at me because um, and now I don't want a third child because we went back to the agreement. Okay, we know we discussed this. It was two, and you feel like you're on a third child, but I'm not there. Should there be time later on? I change my mind, and my body um, hasn't aged uh, too much, and I can still have healthy eggs. Maybe we can revisit it. So the seed was planted, but ever since it was planted about three years ago, I still haven't changed my mind, and he's okay with it because the agreement was two. So. It's not something that you spring up on a person. It needs to be discussed, otherwise it's unfair. But definitely women can decide for themselves whether they want children or not and then partner up with people who are on the same page with them. So to be a feminist or a traditional wife, Tandwa, no one can tell you the answer to that. It's up to you to decide what is best firstly for yourself and for your marriage. What I have learned from these remarkable women is that there's no formula to a successful marriage. What we should do is to respect each other and the decisions that the other has made. This is what Dr. Masimula says she wants all women to know. I think on my side, what I'm teaching both my kids is that love for others starts with love for self. So if you know and understand yourself and you love yourself immensely, you're not going to look for love in the wrong places, right? That speaks to how then you attract a partner to yourself. So you you attract the energy that you put out. So if you then want somebody who's going to understand you as a feminist, um, then you'll be able to marry the two worlds because you're not going to attract partners who are deeply patriarchal and oppressive of women's needs, rights, and thoughts, and, 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 and freedom, basically. So marriage is more of a bonus in your life and something you seek out to and basically settling for things or someone that is not aligned with what you want. So I will tell them to you, if you love yourself enough, you will know what you want. You will, you will then attract what you want to yourself. And you will wait as long as it takes to meet the right partner. Um, there's no, you know, we, we need to move away from the whole thing of the woman's age expires or the fertility age expires, or um, if you're not in your 20s, you're, you're, you're too old. And um, people get married well into their 30s, towards 40. Hi, you know, people got married when they turned 40, and then they had their first kids when they were 42, 44, and they're happy. So you must decide, just design your life. But I feel like it, um, or oh, I know for a fact from what I've experienced, that it starts um, from within you and how you love yourself and how you. I attract what you want to you. And should you already be like in your 20s and you're married, there's no, it's not too late to work with your current, um, with, with your partner towards um, the life that you want. You know, if you feel like you've been stifled and been oppressed, not like um, what abuse in an abusive way, but like you're just not, your light is dimmed because you're not, you don't feel like you're in a space where you can come out because you, 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 be, you are following what society wants you to be. You need to make those small steps to come out, to be the feminist that you are and, 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 and live your life because you only have this one life to live. And I would say that I appreciated that, that that happened to me. I, I, was, I was very much independent getting married in a world where I was expected to be wife and mom before I was serato. And it, it, it didn't feel nice. So I had to let my husband know, listen, this is not actually who I am. Um, let's work around it. 
so that the mother can actually shine and if I'm happy then you're going to be happy because I don't want to resent you you know um, I don't want you to feel like I'm just in this marriage for yourself so it's you know, you are almost want to say that that whole joke of happy wife, happy life kind of a thing. But it is like that. You know, if, you, if, you're, if I'm a grumpy wife, I'll also be a grumpy mother. Yeah. You know, so you just need to, yeah, you need to find your light and make sure that you know what it is and you follow it. And then it all goes back to knowing who you are and not falling for every single thing that comes your way and attracting um, what you don't want because you're desperate or because you believe at what others want you to be or, or, or what you should have. A special thank you to Mam Hazel Nanga and Dr. Lera Domasemula for joining us. And thank you for listening. From me, Siyatewu, your resident Magodi. Until next time, bye-bye, Tandu.